0: This is Live well Talk on Project Search. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at New Point Health, St. Luke's Hospital. October is National Pizza Month, so I'm excited about that, my favorite food, but it's also Dis- Disability Employment Awareness Month. Joining us today on this episode is Stephanie Beery, Skills Instructor for St. Luke's Project Search Program, to share with us what Project Search is and how it helps individuals with disabilities acquire the necessary skills to be employed. Stephanie, welcome. Thank you. Project SEARCH, just tell us what it is.
1: Project SEARCH is a work skills training program. And it, what's unique about the program is that it combines classroom instruction with a real workplace experience. And we started our partnership with UnityPoint Health, St. Luke's, and Iowa Vocational Rehabilitation Services to bring the program here. And we are starting our ninth year of the program. That was my
0: next question. I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I know it's been a while, Yeah, but nine years almost. Yeah,
1: yeah nine of, years. Yeah. We just started with a group of people in September.
0: It, nine years. Wow. It's yes. been a good relationship, too.
1: It has been. It's been wonderful. Yeah, I
0: think that the, our employees have really embraced it. Uh, they kind of just the the participants bring just a little bit extra uh, into the workplace that we really enjoy. Um, how how do you find people? I mean, how, how what does what the eligibility to do this?
1: So for our program, ours is an adult model program, so that means that we serve individuals with disabilities that are between the ages of eighteen to thirty. They do have to have either a high school diploma or a GED. And they need to have a documented disability of some sort. So autism, brain injury, cerebral palsy, Down syndrome, a learning disability. They have to qualify for vocational rehabilitation services. And most importantly, we're looking for people that want to work, that have the desire to work. They don't necessarily want to have to get a job afterwards in the hospital setting because everything they learn here, they can take it elsewhere. Right. So when we're looking for people, we reach out to the schools. Um, the high school, the area of high schools, um, transition programs, case management, just other type of social service agencies. We've reached out to individuals here at the hospital. We advertise everywhere and are constantly trying to recruit (laughs) for the upcoming year. So we always have um, recruitment starting in February every year. We'll do an information night and start making applications available. I've had people call me to do tours, so I'll do tours and our go out to people to present and so um, s- we've had a few people call me for transition fairs and so we'll be attending that so we just try to get the word out and usually it's word of mouth too from people who have participated in the program have also then referred to individuals too
0: so, so it's a year it's and-
1: about yeah nine and a half months for our program Okay, so it's like school
0: year yeah, yeah kind of yeah. yep okay all right that that makes sense Monday through Friday
1: yeah
0: <laughs> but we but Correct me if I'm wrong, we have hired some graduates, though, that work here. Yes, yes. there
1: are people that are working here. Um, We've had, most recently, two individuals hired in the housekeeping department. And we have people that are working in dining services in a variety of positions. We have therapy gym, radiology imaging. We've had people employed in sterile processing and linen services, too. Yeah, yeah,
0: because I've I've seen some of the graduates around go to church with a couple of them and, you know, I see them here.
1: It's pretty exciting to see them. So I have seeing them throughout the year.
0: You you mentioned some departments of the hospital that have hired some of your Mm -hmm. graduates. Can they host in any department? How do you choose that?
1: We currently have about 20 different departments that we are working with. I would love to add more. So if anyone wants to join us, (laughs) please contact me. I'm always looking for a variety. But currently we have a variety of patient floors. And so I have everything for women and children's um, building. And then I have... For example, 4 West or 5 Center, we have radiology imaging, linen services, Um, we have some office settings, so human resources, the lab, we just have a variety of people that we are working with. And so um, what happens is during the planning phase, I just reach out to departments to ask, are you able to participate this year? Um, If yes, do you want first, second, and third rotation or all? Every intern is going to do three internships. And so then I just work with the department managers to make sure that the task lists are what they need for an intern. So, um, and we work on the training process. Our job coaches are the ones that provide the training. And all of the managers do meet with our interns ahead of time to do an interview and introduce them to the department staff and show them around.
0: Cool. Yeah. So you said there's classroom work. Mm Mm-hmm. So I see you guys in the hallway and I always yes. like to exchange greetings with them. But so that so you're doing the classroom work down the old Schwartz center mm-hmm. and then and then how long's that and then they break out to go to their
1: So for the first 3 weeks
0: there is orientation
1: to the hospital and so that you've probably seen that the interns are navigating the hospital yeah. and learning how to get around so we we do that any required hospital training do a lot of team building activities with the interns cuz most of them come in not knowing each other um, we also focus on the different um internships that are available and since we do have current interns or former interns that work here it's been nice because they've been able to come down to the classroom and share their experiences of project search and what they're doing now so we've taken those opportunities there about week four of the program is when we start to put people into their internships we have to do a staggered start so we do two interns at a time and then so it takes about three and a half weeks to four weeks to get everyone out once I've everyone out into the interns or internships, then they will be in class from 830 to 920. We let them leave at 920 so they can start work at 930. They work from 930 until two. They do get a 30 minute lunch break in between all that. And then at two o'clock, they're done with work and come back to the classroom until 230. And then they leave for the day. So Monday through Friday, that is our routine.
0: You know, and that's, that's, that's a skill you're teaching as mm-hmm. well, right? I mean, you know, people that are cynical say that the public school system is just teaching how to show up for a job five days a week mm-hmm. and you know go home and you know it's being a little cynical but there is something that's said developing the skill to setting your alarm getting ready for the day and yes. developing a routine uh, just mentally it's it's healthy uh, I sometimes you on social media you'll see clips of that Jordan Peterson that uh, psychologist from Canada. And he was talking about how like if you don't have a routine it's just unhealthy for your brain. Mm-hmm. Your brain needs that. And so I can imagine there's benefit from that. Um what what if you had to give a percentage and you can just guess? What percentage of graduates uh get either employment here at St. Luke's and what percentage go on to get employment in the community?
1: We've got about 30% of our graduates have been employed here at St. Luke's and about 80% out in the community. Okay. So, yeah, we have a high, pretty high um, rate of employment, which I'm really proud of. Um, Some people may not get hired right away. It may take two or three months. And we've had people that get offered employment during their third internship and or directly right after graduation. So it's always exciting to hear when they get employed and what they're going to do. Um, and it's just amazing to see them grow and what they're, yeah. they're finally no, doing and keeping in it, touch. It, I love it.
0: Yeah. It's, it sounds kind of cliche, but you know, you'll hear people say, well, having a job gives you dignity in, uh, and, and a purpose, mm-hmm. which you kind of like, well, also gives me a paycheck, but, but it does, it gives you a, you know, something to look forward to and something yes. to to care about. Uh, we just had a recent day in the life of uh, someone that works in central processing. They clearly, they love their job. I mean, they're not coming here because it's just a paycheck. Mm-hmm. And, and that's important because I think that that is, you know, what, if you can find a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life, whatever the right, you know, yeah. <laughs> napkin saying is. Um, if uh, listeners li- listeners are thinking, hey, this friend of the family, this neighbor kid, He would be great for this. How do they get it? How do they get, you mentioned earlier, the recruiting process, but.
1: So on the Arc of Essential Iowa's website, they can always go to the Arc's website and look under the um, support employment page and project search is listed along with all my contact information. Um, If you're here at St. Luke's Hospital, you can come on down to the Schwartz Center (laughs) and talk to us. Uh, We've had a lot of people just approach our staff, myself and the staff in the hallways because they've seen us working with the individuals and they've inquired more. So, um, email, phone number, anyway, you can get a hold or of them Or they us. can stop in my office right into the hallway. In. We'll, get, we'll get them there.
0: Not a problem. Now a little bit about yourself. Oh, jeez. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: <laughs> how, how how'd you end up here? What, what, how did this happen?
1: How did this happen? Who, um, you know, I've been in the disability field for over 20 years. I've worked for the ARC for about 22 years now. And, uh, I'm in the disability field because I have a younger brother with a disability and it's personal. personal. And so I've just, I I love it. And I, when project search came to Cedar Rapids, I was so excited because this area is a need for employment for people with disabilities, because a lot of people fall through the cracks and a lot of people don't think that they can do jobs that they can work. And uh, I love the fact that we were coming to St. Luke's and I had the opportunity to work in a hospital, which I've always wanted to do an opportunity to teach, which I've always wanted to do and an opportunity to now work with adults and help make a difference in their lives. And so um, I was excited when the opportunity came along and I got the position and I've loved every single moment of it. It's hard work, but it's um, it's amazing to see the progress.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes people underestimate people with d- disabilities. Mm-hmm. They do. You know, I can remember doing the Special Olympics track and field mm-hmm. events, being a, you know, that uh, 20 years ago. You know, and I think sometimes they would underestimate but. They knew the difference between a blue ribbon and a red ribbon.
1: Absolutely, they do. You know, and they wanted (laughs) a blue ribbon. Absolutely, and
0: they didn't want anything but a blue ribbon. I mean, they knew. Mm -hmm. You know, they knew exactly what they were trying to accomplish, and I think that's just just an attribute that sometimes we over we overlook these individuals and. Unfortunately, they get marginalized, and this this project search is an opportunity to bring them back into the the fold, if you will.
1: It is. It's it's bringing them into a real workplace setting, and they are doing real jobs. They're doing parts of jobs, and so and it's meaningful. And I love, you know, when the the staff here have been really great because they do just they love our interns and they're always inclusive with them, right? Absolutely, and make them part of the team and. The interns, you know, the pride and joy that they have in their experiences, that goes a long way. And um, just to see the confidence and then just to even go from someone that's super quiet, then all of a sudden it's like they're talking to their co-workers and developing relationships. And we also hold our interns to the same expectations as you would a typical employee. They, we treat them as an adult and they have the expectations to be treated as anyone else would be at the workplace. And so I think that's what helps us make them very successful in the yeah. workplace. Yeah. Like I
0: said, this these are life skills mm-hmm. that you're teaching. Stephanie, you make the world a better place. Thank you. Thank you again for joining me, sharing about Project Search. Once again, this is Stephanie Beery, Skills Instructor at St. Luke's Project Search Program. If you're interested in learning more about Project Search, visit unipoint.org. Thank you for listening to Live well Talk on If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.